either way, you're gonna get us all killed! The size of that thing! I can't. It's too big. Sorry, sweetheart. I haven't got time for anything else. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Just The Tip Podcast. If this is your first time, then welcome, welcome. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back. Um, I hope everyone is doing good. As always, you can catch me at just underscore Georgette on Twitter and Instagram, and you can also check out the pod at Just The Tip Pod on Twitter and Instagram, hashtag JTT pod to get involved in the conversation. And if anyone wants to send me some more sex stories because I like reading them you can send that to askthetip at gmail.com or if you have any like questions or dilemmas you can send that there as well and I can read them on the show if that is what you would like and yeah we're just going to jump straight in I have two guests with me today I'm very excited um, as I'm sure you can hear and you will find out why so I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves and then we're going to do some icebreakers Cool. Um, I'm John, also known as JP. I am the co-founder of CouplePlay.com. Yeah, and I'm Marcus, um, yeah, business partner, John, co-founder of CouplePlay. Also, so yeah, happy to be here as well, excited. Yeah, man, I love your studio. Exactly. This whole setup is nice, man. It's the best. <laughs> it is the best. Um, thank you guys for joining me. Um, I appreciate it a lot. As I said, obviously, before we was actually recording i think what you guys are doing is actually sick and i think it's it's also great because you're men and i don't feel like men talk as openly about sex as much so that definitely like piqued my interest and i was just like i need to get them on the show Mm -hmm. let's have a conversation this will be so cool let's do it so icebreakers hmm where do i start Mm, okay so my first one for both of you is as men what do you think helped explore your sex life? Uh, for me, gonna go straight in there, porn. Yeah. Like, I started watching porn from quite a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, probably at age that I shouldn't have been watching it. And I think in just watching it and seeing certain things, it made me feel like, okay, that kind of works that way. That I wanna try that out. Do you know what I mean? That kind of opened up my eyes to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So porn for me. Can I ask how old were you when you started watching porn? Because I feel like I watched it stupidly young. Yeah. So, um, uh, like, if you know, under ten. Okay. Same. Yeah. 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 Really got yeah into it quite quite young. Yeah, like I I found <laughs> um, oh my god, if my dad ever heard this. But basically, I found one of his tapes. And it was a tape, like, that's how you know, it's, it was old school, it was a, like, a cassette. Um, and I found it and I was just like, the fuck is this? Yeah, them ones. It's funny, like, how I got into it, it's like, when I was younger, I've got older brothers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I remember we used to go to, um, there's a, there was a market in North London, I think it was like, Islington Market, and this guy used to sell pornos. And like my cousin and my brother, we used to go there and just like grab the pornos and run off and then bring them back to my aunt's house and just sit in the house and just watch porno. That's bad. It's funny, yeah, back in the day. How about you? Um, a bit like Jay, porn, but also Friends. Because I didn't watch porn till late in comparison, but I was one of the people, once I watched it, mm-hmm. I was then gone. Like I'm watching like every day. Do you know what I mean? So while I probably didn't watch porn till I was about... 17 
But after watching it, I'm just like, yeah, I like this, man. I'm on it. And then friends, just like guys going to a boys' school, everyone yeah. kind of has got that bravado. So you learn a lot from your peers. Or I found I did in just speaking about what they'd been up to and yeah. what went down last weekend or do you know what I mean? So a mixture of porn and your peers, I think, for me. Did you ever watch porn during the day? Once I started watching porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I did, yeah. But obviously, like, I had a lot of shame attached to, like, porn and just me being quite sexual when I was a lot younger. But when I would, I would always, like, draw the curtains mm -hmm. and then watch the porn and then open it up again and be like, oh, oh yeah, okay, that, that cool, great. But it's, <laughs> it's just an, an interesting thing that because I was quite shameful of it, I was like, oh, like, I need to hide this away. I, I can't mm -hmm. even have, like, the curtains open. And it's... I doubt anyone could even see because I would like maybe watch it on like on a laptop, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe even on my phone. So the fact that I was still like, I need to close the curtains mm -hmm. to be able to like enjoy the porn. Mm -hmm. It's funny you say that. I don't actually think I watch porn in the day. It's always been like a, a nightcap for me yeah. rather than watching it in the day. Um, and I think I think you're not alone in the porn. I think it's a very, unless you're watching it with your partner, it's quite a private thing. So yeah. I know like, shut the door lock the door if you live in a house where people just walk in close the windows i think that's quite common because porn's quite a it's you in the video in it or you in this <laughs> unless you're watching with like brothers uh -huh. and cousins and that yeah. but yeah hmm interesting okay next icebreaker um is what is the easiest way to get you in the mood for sex for me um Probably dirty talk. Yeah, yeah, I'm quite an I'm quite an audio person. So mm. if you start whispering what you wanna do or what you need or anything like I'm more audio than even visual. So okay. Dirty talk for me would get me going very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me kissing, I like to kiss. So if a girl knows how to kiss and kisses me in a certain way, that would definitely get me in the mood. Hundred mm. percent, I like a good kiss on. That makes a lot of sense, and it's it, it's interesting because I think maybe like on on the last episode, I was like, where we've just been in a lockdown, I was like, do I even know how to kiss anymore? <laughs> like one of them, like very like intense central mm -hmm. kiss. Like, do I even know how to do that anymore? It's like riding a bike. You never forget us. Yeah. Once you get back into it. Yeah. Jump back I was gonna there. say, do you consider yourself to be a good kisser anyway? Because once I think I'm phenomenal. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. Because I, I think, um, for me, kissing is is very intimate, mm -hmm. and I find it such like a central thing. I don't rush it. Like I proper take, take my time with time, it. Um, and I like to be quite playful, like as well when I'm kissing. So like I might kiss someone and maybe like bite their lip mm -hmm. or use my tongue to like trace the outline like of like of their okay, I was gonna say lip. use your yeah. tongue in the right place. Yeah. 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 So but I, I generally enjoy kissing and I think I, I always have. Um yeah. I do love a good kiss. Mm -hmm. I do. <laughs> I do. Um oh yeah. What's been like your most awkward kiss? Uh or like even like your first kiss. My first kiss. I, I can probably talk about my most awkward. So I'm not really, I'm not really into biting. And I had a girl that that she was like really quite animalistic in how she, 
She just bite it off my face, man. And I was like, it was for the first. It was the first time it happened, and it really threw me because I said I'm more sensual, and you know what I mean, like you say tongues, and yeah. that's. But she just like was biting me, and like I was just like, just what? a bit too aggressive. Very, yeah. very, and I didn't find it. Didn't find it sexy at all, mm. but yeah, it threw me a little bit, man. Yeah, no, me, I think my first proper kiss is so weird, I, I remember it vividly. Like, I was in Jamaica, I think I was about 10 years old, and yeah, I just started speaking to this girl, and she was so forward, and we just got talking and whatever, and I remember we was in a house somewhere, and she was like, follow me somewhere. I was like, where are we going? And we ended up like in a wardrobe, and she just started kissing me, but the way she kissed me, <laughs> I was like, wow, I've, no one's ever kissed me like that. She started putting her tongue in my mouth. I'm thinking, what is this? But I, <laughs> I remember really enjoying it and like really getting into it. And I think that was my first proper kiss, like wow. tongues going at it. And I remember being in a cupboard, like a wardrobe, being in Jamaica. <laughs> it's so weird that like, I remember that. I remember this girl was forward. And was she your age? I think she was like maybe younger than me. But you wow. find like Jamaican yeah. girls, like that, yeah, like Jamaican, yeah, yeah. like they're quite forward, like over there anyway. Very young, isn't it? Very at a young age, yeah. obviously, because probably what they're exposed to at a young age. But yeah, that was my first proper lips up was wow. in Jamaica in a cu- in a wardrobe. Okay, this is gonna sound magic, but I actually think my first kiss was with a girl. Nice. What age? Um, primary school. Right. I used to go to to the girl's house after school a lot before my mum would pick me up and we just used to play like like mums and dads hmm. all the time mm-hmm. and then the, there'll be the time where like you have to kiss now because yeah um, so I actually think oh maybe possibly I remember my, my most awkward kiss when I was in secondary school and I was like in a relationship with this guy it was so it was so immature and just young and ugh, yeah and he had braces and we were at um a house party and we were like literally on the stairs he's sat and i'm stood and i'm like hugging him and there was this just awkward tension because mm-hmm. we, we had never kissed before okay and he's just kind of like looking at me and i'm just kind of like looking at him and we we're both kind of like yeah and then we literally went in and we clashed teeth my teeth hit his braces and i was just like that's not how it is in the movie (laughs) it It was so awkward um but yeah that was definitely my most awkward kiss i don't think i've i've had any other awkward ones since then i've probably had like guys who were just very very like have too much tongue and it's just all up in your mouth and in mm-hmm. your teeth and you're just like bro yeah, it's a bit too much yeah. yeah it's a bit too much um yeah that's yeah i don't really like that type of kissing when they're literally trying to eat your face yeah it's weird yeah, it's, i'm it's, just, it's, like, just like yeah okay yeah. sloppy sloppy yeah yeah, yeah man. slow down man. <laughs> slow down um okay my last icebreaker is what do orgasms feel like for men like, can you explain what an orgasm actually feels like? I'll try my best. It's like you're going to go to piss, but it's a magical thing that's coming out. <laughs> not, It's not pee. So it's the same. Initially, you're going to, you, you need to like, something needs to be released from your penis, which the only other thing you can compare that to is we, yeah. when you urinate. But the actual liquid it's like it's magical so it just feels like 
the whole feeling is just like, whoa. Like, I remember when I was young, like, I used to have, like, wet dreams when I was, like, early teens. And I just remember thinking, not even really knowing that's what it felt like, but I remember thinking that feels really nice and wanting to have more. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I didn't know like about masturbation and things like that. I, just, I think I just started everything quite late. But I remember thinking, whatever happened last night, I wonder if it can happen again. Like wanting to have the dream. But no, for me, it's just like a potion that comes out that's just got a it's feeling. A potion, yeah. I've never heard anyone <laughs> describe it as, as a oh, potion. Wow. It's just a got a feeling because it's not potion. like we, but it's, you know, it's a liquid coming out. But yeah, that's the best way I think I can describe it. Can I don't you? think I can beat that. <laughs> but I'm just thinking the first time I ever, like, I think I might have been about, maybe about 14. And I didn't even have sex, which is weird. Like, we were just dry sexing. And I just remember, like, feeling something coming out of me, thinking, whoa, like, this is actually happening. But for me, kind of like, you kind of loosen up. Your back goes and you get a little tingle in your body and you're just like, woof. And then you just feel it come out and you're like, oh. You, you kind of shake, innit? Yeah. You have that <laughs> kind of shake. Yeah, I remember that, like the first time for me, like that experience, it was definitely, there was a lot of shivering going mm. on. Um, and yeah, like I said, my back just kind of went and yeah, you kind of- You just felt very loose. Yeah, a little Harlem shake <laughs> kind of thing going on. But yeah, really nice feeling. Mm. Yeah, really nice feeling. I think as well, obviously, when you're having sex, it's kind of like, yeah, without the cleat, the cherry on top, innit? It's kind of mm. like you're having sex and then, you're enjoying the sex and then like you kind of, you finish up. For us, it's kind of like a, a finishing up thing. I know yeah. for women, it's a bit different. Like when you all go, it doesn't mean like you're kind of done. But for yeah. a man, you're kind of, all right, I'm ready to finish now. Okay. Like, you put in the work. Now I'm kinda... And there's a feeling where you know, like, so you could be having sex and enjoying it and then it starts to come on, you know, but you don't just like go from enjoying it to coming straight away. So there's a period where you haven't, and then it's like, Oh shit, I'm gonna start, I wanna come yeah, soon, yeah. you know? <laughs> and then it's either you might hold back a little bit to delay it if, say, you might have just started and you don't wanna come quick and embarrass yourself. Or you might then step it up to have like the craziest orgasm, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that, then, even with that, like, like how do you pu- pull yourself back from actually. So you, you might, for me, every, every man might have their different tactics, but I know I might change my rhythm. Okay. So if I'm, if I'm in a set rhythm, if I continue on that rhythm, the likelihood is I'm probably going to finish, yeah. you know what I mean? So I might change rhythm, change position. Sometimes I've tried to alter my thoughts and just think something really non-sexy. And oh, that, wow. that works. Okay. Whilst if, if If I don't want to come, <laughs> that is. So okay. that's only if I'm not ready to come yet. So I've got to manually try and turn around the direction we're going in. But normally when you're having sex, you're not that conscious. So you yeah. just let it flow, you know what I mean? But if I'm, it might be the first time you've been with a girl and you don't want to come that quick. So you're like, I need to go a little bit longer here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah. Mm. I'll just push her off and tell her to get off of me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, get um, off of me. Get off of me. No, um, definitely change position. Because um, then you kind of have a little breathe or you yeah. kind of bring it back down a little bit. Um, slow it down. But yeah, sometimes you just, you're enjoying it so much, you don't want to slow it down. So, but yeah, change, I think for me, the main ones, changing position, kind of slowing down and yeah, maybe doing something else. Yeah. 
That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because I think as as a woman, like we can come, but we can just we can go again. Um, so even if we come during sex, like it doesn't mean that we're done. Um, like unless it's a very like intense orgasm. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say because yeah. I was gonna question that because some girls I've been with like when they come they're like don't don't touch me. Don't yeah. Like it's really all sensitive, yeah. and then some like you said can just yeah yeah. So, so like I I personally have got like two levels where I can come and then I can keep going, or if it's a really like intense orgasm, then I'm very much like don't touch me, like, don't even look at me right now, just (laughs) (laughs) leave me alone, give me a minute, I need to breathe, because everything is so, like, heightened, even just my skin, like, everything feels so, so sensitive. Um, And the girl, she can't walk, she's like, I just need a minute, I can't move, I need a minute, do not So how do you go from, like, an orgasm (laughs) where I can keep going to, like, shit, don't touch me, like... And what is the difference? difference? That's such a good question. Um... So we're interviewing you. Now. No, honestly, <laughs> this is perfect. Um, okay, so what is the difference? What is, what's the best way that I can explain this now? So, for instance, um, someone like me. So I squirt. So look, I know that if I squirt, I'm 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 done. I'm I'm completely mm-hmm. tapped out. Um, whereas if I just have like quite a small orgasm, it's it's just a build up and maybe like a little bit of a release. So I personally haven't like completely let go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think sometimes like with men, if they're just like on your sweet spot mm-hmm. and they're just going for it and going for it and going for it. I know for a fact, I'm just like, I'm about to die mm-hmm. and just probably go to sleep straight away. So yeah. So that's what I think makes it quite different. Yeah. Interesting. Would you like just a safe in word? case? So yeah. it's good to have some safety. <laughs> Definitely, you can have any word you any like. Any word, um, help. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, um, what can be my safe word? Rose. Rose, that's a really good safe word. Okay. And I'm gonna say subtle. That's gonna be my safe word. Those are really good. So like in general, mine is always red because I feel like that's the only thing that I generally remember. So if I had something like, I don't know, fl- flamingo, I'd forget. Okay. So red is like, is my yeah, stop. Yeah, everything. Yeah. It's my favorite color yeah. and I like red. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do like red. Red is mine. Okay, so um, let's get into why you're actually here. So um, you guys launched a sexy sc- subscription box called couple play Mm -hmm. yes um so i i would love to know obviously when you launched like why you decided to launch like i think it's a dope concept anyway Mm -hmm. but i think it would be great for me and also the people listening just to kind of understand like a bit more of how it actually came about Mm -hmm. cool um i'll kick start i mean obviously it's not it's a sex show but just a quick Give an overview. Me and Marcus have known each other since we was about 12, 13. Okay, Went to school together and stuff like that. We started our first business together. So we're very both entrepreneurial, had businesses together and stuff like that. And kind of always looking for opportunities. Um, and just, it was really weird because I think I was, where was I? I was at Fort Park or something like that. And he phoned me and was just kind of rapping and kind of like, we need our next business idea. And then we started talking about, 
I started telling him about someone I knew that was setting up a birthday box. So basically, when it's people's birthdays, you can buy this box and it's got everything in the box that you need, banners and that's whistles sick. and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's a good idea. And then I think a week prior to that, I was watching the Kinky Girls Guide on okay. Channel 4 or something like that, where they had all these different couples. And these couples are like, oh, our sex life's quite boring and it's quite samey, samey. And I think Channel 4 sent them like a box for them to try out different stuff. And some of the stuff was a bit, they weren't really feeling mm. it, but some of the stuff was quite good. And they were like, yeah, this really helped us. So and kind of putting that with that and my entrepreneurial brain started ticking. Me and Marcus were talking about OnlyFans. And at the time, I didn't really know much about OnlyFans. And he told me how it worked and that. Yeah, so like, I was really plugged into that. I'd read an article, like John saying, we're very entrepreneurial. So I was always kind of on the ball with new trends and new businesses that are like doing well. And I'd read about the founder of OnlyFans and he ha he's got a sort of porn background in terms yeah. of previous businesses and just a subscription model because we've never had a subscription model business. And that's sort of seemed appealing to me in these COVID type times mm -hmm. to have that reassurity of like cash flow and subscribers. And then, so we kind of were speaking about OnlyFans and then John was speaking about the box for the birthdays. And then John was like, how about yeah, kind of. How about like, wouldn't it be a good idea if we could have a box that supplied couples with things every month or whatever, throw on a subscription and they get a box every month and it allows them to try out new things. And that's kind of how the idea came about, really. Um, just, yeah, we always look at good businesses add value to people's lives and stuff like that. And we thought, you know, whilst <laughs> anyone in a relationship, so whilst anyone in a relationship, your sex could be is good, it could always be improved. Mm. You know, no matter how good it is, there's always ways to kind of make it better. So but I was going to say. Just to kind of add to the story, just briefly as well. I don't think you knew how strong of it, because John kind of came up with the idea, but he threw it out there and he was talking about loads of different things. And then he was like, all right, cool. And I remember that night I went to eat with my girlfriend and I remember it like this. I was in the restaurant and I was like, oh, I was speaking with Jay today, yeah? And he's come up with a sick idea. And I was like, what do you think of, and I, basically gave her yeah. a couple of play ideas and she was like babe that idea can go like all my girlfriends have been in relationships everybody gets bored at some stage like so my girlfriend was like just enforcing what I felt was already yeah. a good idea so that night I, I when I get the entrepreneur bug I get it so I didn't really sleep and then I rang him the next day but he weren't that infused about his own idea <laughs> I, like, I rang him and I was like oh, I rang him early as well so I was like it was like 8 o'clock do you know what I mean and yeah. I was like Jay what's happening and he's like yeah what's happening I was like, have you given your idea without any more thought? And he's like, really? I was like, bro, we gotta do this, bro. This idea is sick. And he's like, you think so? And I was like, yeah, man, idea can grow. And he's like, yeah, it's kind of good, isn't it? It's kind of, like, so it kind of. Do you know what it was? Yeah, it's like for me, because I kind of had my own plans or things that I was looking to do. I kind of, it was there, and I'm, I'm quite creative. Yeah. Like I think that's one of my strengths, so I can kind of come up with ideas and things like that. So. Even though I came up with it, I thought, okay, yeah, it's cool. Am I really going to do that now? But I think this is where our partnership works really well because, like, um, Marcus is, like, the driver in our business partnership. Like, he gets things going and kind of gets me going at mm. times. So when he called me and was like, no, we got to do it, I was like, you know what? Cool, let's go. Because we've got that experience together. Like, he trusts me, I trust him. He knows what I bring to the table. I know what he brings to the table. So... I was like, you know what, whatever I'm doing, we're going to put it on hold for now. Yeah. Like, let's go. And that's kind of how it came about. And, and I suppose just for the listeners, so just to kind of break the concept down. So that was an initial idea, so it's been developed. But in a nutshell, it's a sex box for couples. Um, you can get it monthly or quarterly. So if you don't want a box coming every month, if you might not 
might be a bit too much. You can get it every three months. And what happens, you go on the site, fill out your sexual preference. Because what we didn't want is to be a generic box where we assume what people like, yeah. send you a box and you're like, I hate sex toys. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So you've got one half of the couple go on, fill out sort of a sexual questionnaire. And that will allow us and the team, because we've got a few sort of sex experts that work with us and help us compile our boxes. So they will then sort of look at the profile of the couple and we'll sort of compile the box based on what you like. Because yeah. as I said, every me and John, it, we might be into different things than yourself, George. So all three of us in the stream could have completely different yeah, couple absolutely. play boxes, you know. So that's just the kind of concept. And we launched on the 29th of December. So just before New Year's. And the whole thing was to just, yeah, kick off in this year. And it's gone quite well, man. Obviously, we've been up what, about three weeks now. And mm -hmm. we didn't expect much subscribers in January because everybody's low on money. You yeah, get paid in December and, and then stuff. after yeah, Christmas. Yeah, but course. we've been surprised. We've got like quite a few subscribers, more than we'd budgeted for in January. And we hope February's like the month of love. So we always thought Valentine's in February is going to be our big intro. But yeah. We've been pleasantly surprised, man. A few like a lot of people seem to like the concept That's and stuff. So, cool. so, like I, I was on the website and I actually went through the process of like getting a box. So I did all of the um, all of the questionnaire bits, okay. which I really like enjoyed. Um, I do think it's quite good when you have a brand that will actually ask about your preferences and and as you said, won't just assume that okay, you're just gonna want something that has like a sex toy in it, lingerie, things like that. So mm. I liked that, especially um, the things around kink. Cause I don't think many brands always consider it unless they are like a kink based brand. Mm -hmm. So to have a box kind of be like, oh, you know, like, is there anything else that you're into such as BDSM, things like that. I was just like, this is really sick. It's but, it's very inclusive then. Mm -hmm. And you know where that's come from? Again, we're both kind of in our thirties and both kind of had a lot of girlfriends or girl experiences. So yeah. when we was building it, we were both kind of just saying, talking about exes we'd had. So I know I had an ex who was really into kink. Yeah. So in building it, I thought of her, like we, I can't leave her out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because she was into kink more than any girlfriend I've had. And mm. I was just, I, and I know Jay was coming to the table with like, yeah, one ex I had was like, would have liked this and one ex I had would have liked that and my current girlfriend maybe would have liked that. So it was good that we never maybe done this in our early 20s when you didn't have that much experience yes. because you didn't have as much profiles in your head. I felt we both came to the table mm -hmm. profiling who we'd been with. And mm. that, because as I said, kink, when you say that specifically, yeah. I'm thinking of that girl specifically. Do you know what I mean? Mm. She was really into that. And kind of so. just knowing there's no one size fits all. We never wanted to like, have that approach as well. And what we didn't want to do is what I kind of saw from the show I watched is send people stuff that they're not going to like. Like yeah. there's no point in me sending you a dildo if that's, you know, or a butt plug if you're not really into that. Yeah. Because you're going to think, well, I don't want this anymore and mm. stop your subscription. So we thought we need to really make it personalised um, for each couple. Um, and like the only way you can do that is kind of build that profile. Like what's your personality like? What's your partner like? Is he shy? Is he confident? You know, what do you want? What do you feel needs improving? Do you want new ideas? Do you want it to be more fun? Do you want it to be more, do you know what I mean? So, so we cool. kind of build in the subscription around that. Is it, um, are the boxes only geared towards like heterosexual couples? In the beginning. So the thing, the, the plan is to grow the company, but me and Jay are heterosexual males. and But the plan is to take on or employ maybe a, 
to a gay expert, if mm. you like, because what we don't want to do is not do either lesbian couples or gay male couples justice in their box. Yeah. Whereas I feel between the team we have at the moment, we could do a really good job on a male-female dynamic. The plan is as we grow to bring in maybe a, a gay yeah. expert who can say, okay, look at the profiles the same way. They might even suggest we alter the questionnaire a bit true. for a, 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 yeah. a gay couple and then create the box just as good as our heterosexual boxes Which based think, on their knowledge. You yeah, know? so I think that's that's good that you haven't just tried to like... Cater for everyone. Yeah, yeah. like especially if, if you're not the best person to actually do so. Um, and I think it's important that, that people always know where their skills lay and mm -hmm. what, where they might need like extra help. So I think that is very, very good. Um, I was gonna ask you something else now and I've completely forgotten. And so just to add to that, I yeah, think we're, we're, we're both of the mindset that try and do something can do it well before you try and take on other things as mm -hmm. well. And that's something that we're both trying to add to our sort of armory that like, let's get the best possible heterosexual couple box first yep. and we do that really well then we can kind of expand and go into other areas and things like that but there's no point you ain't perfected that but you're now trying to add different yeah. things so that's kind of our thinking yeah um yes i was gonna say so i think what i i i also like about what you guys do is i think sometimes people can forget that when you've been with someone for a while things can become quite boring um or very like routine um and i was having a conversation with a friend of mine who's a guy he feels that when you're in a relationship that sometimes women can forget that men like to be desired as well and for a lot of <laughs> men that is through sex so it's either you won't have sex as much or like like you might not put in as much effort as what you did like in the past and i know that i've done that where you just get very comfortable so it's almost like you almost don't want to have as much sex as, as what you did like, like in the beginning because everything was very new and it was very mm -hmm. fun and you just, oh my God, I'm so attracted to them and, mm -hmm. and, and, and all of that. And that isn't to say that that attraction goes, but it just doesn't feel as like... It's exciting. Yeah. yeah. You know, I always describe it like, it's like a cooker that, like a gas cooker. So when you turn it on, you know, you can have the maximum fire or you can just have it on a low fire. In, yeah. in the initial stage, normally of a relationship, it's on that. you're yeah. burning the yeah. fires up. And the, but over the long term, I don't think that's sustainable. You know, I think relationships ebbs and flows, but you have a duty almost to try and turn it when it, like when it fires down a bit, try and get it back. Whereas a lot of couples, you start and then it comes down and then it stays down. And yeah. that's the problem. You've got to put in effort to, to keep switch it up because it should be like a roller coaster, you know? We can't always be on Gas Mark 5, you know? But we have to be able to know how to move from Gas Mark 1 as well because if you don't, that's when affairs happen and that's when people feel bored or don't feel alive in the relationship. Mm. So there are a lot of work and anyone who's who's been in any long-term relationship, will t there are a lot of work because in the, e in the early stage, it's all easy. Yeah, Everything's new. You want to know how she is, and yeah, you know. But yeah. the hard part is, what do you do in year six, or after you've had a child, or after you've been married for twelve years? Because you probably still love each other, and sometimes I think historically couples have broken up out of affairs just because they've not figured out how, when the spark dimmons, how to get it back up. Mm. Yeah. And that's what we hope to bring to the yeah. table or help with. You know, yeah. I think 
in my experience, it's like people just get a bit comfortable. So you feel like you don't really need to make that effort. Whereas when you first meet someone, you're on your game. Like, do you know what I mean? You're yeah. like looking to go ahead, do that. Whereas you get a bit comfortable and you feel like you don't really need to make as much effort. Like, do you know what I mean? Like the granny knickers start coming out. Whereas <laughs> when I met you, I'm seeing like sexy free piece lingerie. lingerie. Yeah. yeah, I'm seeing I like the stockings and do you know what I mean? But now I'm seeing granny knickers and I'm like, no, like you're getting too comfortable. Mm. Like, And as a, as a guy as well, you know, as a guy, you might get like, you, do you know what I mean? You, you don't really pay as much attention or... Same position. Yeah, you get a bit lazy or so. And I think it's a two-way thing, isn't it? Like, like I said, I think for me, it's that comfortable and just, and when you're comfortable, you don't, yeah, you, you, you just don't make the effort as much. You don't try new things. And like you just said, Marcus, like relationships are ups and downs, but you kind of got to, Know when you're in the down, how are we gonna kind of pick this back up? Yeah. Like, what do we need to do? And you say when you're comfortable, trying to do things, but in research, and we've done a lot of research with this, the successful couples, that's the secret. They do. Does it, if you like, remember we was looking at like the documentary about couples who've been together over 15 yeah, years and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like they all kind of said there's an active effort to bring novelty to the relationship. And it's some, you cannot be in autopilot mode. You're not going to get novelty from autopilot. You have to actively search out, what can I get for my woman today? Yeah. Or what can I do different? Or what? it's got to be a active thing. Especially <laughs> now as well. It's if, not like back in the day where, you know, couples were together for years and kind of just made it work. It's like, in this day and age, if things don't work, people are like, no, this yeah, is long, I'm, I'm gone. I'm out. I'm yeah. out, I'm tapping out. Like, 100%. do you know what I mean? So especially now you've got all different types of distractions. It's so easy to meet people. So people kind of just think, oh, this is long. I'll meet someone anyway. I'll jump on a Tinder yeah. or whatever. And do you know what I mean? So yeah, definitely making that sort of conscious effort. That effort, yeah. And like, I think what I, I found interesting about that was was when he had said that men, well, some men, um, like to feel that sense of like being like desired. Because I know like as a woman, I like that a lot when I feel like someone's proper just, just on me. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, this is sick. But you're a human as well. So as a guy, you're gonna want that as well. Mm-hmm. So I think um, sometimes as women, we we can forget that um, or almost forget the person that we're either like dating or like in a relationship with and forget all those things that they told us in the beginning that they like, oh yeah, I'm, um, um, like I like when my partner does this and blah blah blah. So we've got all of that knowledge, but we just kind of push it back and just forget almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's important to know those things. It's like we've had quite a few conversations like in the past about love languages and like Marcus told me a book about people's emotional needs. And I think finding out what your partner likes and what you like is very important. And then yeah. making that effort to ensure you're kind of. I guess, showing them that, do you know what I mean? So if I like being told that I look good, I need you to tell me I look yeah. good because that will make me feel good. Then yeah. I'll make you feel good and vice versa. So I think them things are really important. And I've I've, I've kind of seen when them things are not there, how, it, how a relationship can kind of feel a bit sour. And when they are there, like everyone feels good. Yeah. You know? That's sick. Okay, let's talk more about the box. So guys, I have a box in front of me. So... Inside this box, guys, we've got massage oil, which is always great. Are these dice? Yeah. Sexy dice game. Yeah. Sexy so dice. I think you roll the dice and there's loads of acts. Oh, I mean, everybody's sick. box would be different, but yeah, on that yeah. particular thing you're holding, 
they'll be like if you wear us on a normal dice you'd roll it and it land on number four there isn't any numbers on that dice. there's loads of sex things oh, if you like to, yeah so it might be land Broadly. on six you get a blow job or you got to take off the bra or whatever mm-hmm. um we have also got some lube okay so this is a good thing i think conversations about lube need to happen more because growing up my thinking was that you would only ever need it if like you couldn't get wet enough yeah, or yeah, yeah. there was like a, an, an issue so it was very much a, like I don't need lube, like, what? Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? I get wet, it's, it's good. I think even for men as well, they can also think like, I get her pussy wet enough, like she doesn't need lube. But lube can add so much more to sex preach, as well. Preach, like, man. You're talking to Mr. Lube over there. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lube over there. Because there's being like wet naturally, which is amazing. But then when you add lube in as well like it doesn't even have to be for the act of like penetration but tossing someone off giving head like you can get like flavored lubes everything so i'm definitely actively changing how i see lube and it's not just uh oh like i need this because we've been going for ages and i'm a bit dry it's Mm -hmm. just i'm like just use it anyway because it's just sick and this is the thing, sorry, just to add, would you say like you're someone quite sexual? Yeah. Yeah, so, and and, and the fact is that you're saying that and you're quite sexual. Imagine those who are not as sexual yeah. who would never think to explore with that yeah, as well. Yeah, and I, like I feel that, that there's almost like this embarrassment attached to... Yeah, wanting to lose yeah. lubrication. That comes from like probably something in school, man, like sex ed where they're saying like you've got to kind of use lube if it's a bit... Do you know what I mean? So what was you going to say? No, I was just going to, just going back to the point about, that's why I feel the box is good because it's a surprise box model. So in your head as a customer, you've paid for it already. So if we put a lube in there, you might just think, you know what, let me try it. I've never tried yes. lube before, but I've got it now. Let mm-hmm. me try it. And then trying it, mm-hmm. then yeah, it's like, whoa, I like this. Whereas you were never going to go on a website and voluntarily buy but something. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But in that model of what we've come with, we're hoping male and females can try things and think, you know, I would have never walked into a shop and bought that. Yeah. But it was in my box this month. I've used it. And you know what? I actually yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. Which, even if I think back to when I when I first tried it, I think it's because I had ordered a toy and it came with it. There you so go. So I was just okay. like... Yeah, yeah. Whereas you never okay. would have bought it before. Yeah. Because I'm like, 100%. I need lube. Because <laughs> it wet. But like, yeah. So I was just like, okay, this is actually quite sick. Um, and then we've also got like, are these like... Yeah, so we could just couple play prompt cards, really. That's so prompt cards. We just our job is as couple play is to just try and improve the sex life of couples. So as well as the actual physical items, there's also little prompt cards that give you little positions to try, mm. sex tips to try, little naughty challenges, just ideas. Because as I said, if you've been with your partner a while, or even for new couples, not everyone's that creative or puts time into thinking, what can I do to just do things outside of the box and we're hoping the cards you can read them and think yeah i'm gonna do that or this like even say when we got them printed because that was sort of john's area to work on and but they came to my home and i opened them and then i was like showing them to my girlfriend and she was like yep we're trying that yep we're trying that (laughs) part of me kind of thought i felt a bit i was wondering why some cards were missing (laughs) (laughs) but it's just show and that it just shows that you know, you can have a help because I would 
like to think we have a healthy sex life, but there's nothing wrong with coming over the top with new yes. ideas and things you, you haven't you, tried. And just That's to, what those cards are really for. And just to add, I feel like in life it's important to learn and sex is an area some people feel they don't need to learn but yeah. it's such an area that if you learn your sex life can improve so much mm-hmm. so we just are thinking behind the prompt cards like there's sex tips there's positions and there's naughty challenges the whole aim is to kind of like you know teach you some new yeah. stuff to try out like let's let's, let's try this out and, and i think what i also like about the prompt cards is that it kind of encourages people to actually have a conversation with their partner because i think some people also just just assume that they know what their partner likes and don't they don't actually check in and say oh you know what like do you actually enjoy it when i do blah 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 Mm -hmm. or is there anything else that you would want me to do different anything Mm -hmm. that you actually want to try so i think this is very very sick because people and i say all the time people should be having more conversations with their partner or whoever they're with just have conversations like about sex because mm-hmm. we're all doing it anyway and i think as well learn to improve on what you're doing yeah. like your girl might be giving you head right now but she might not be doing it as best as she could she might read a card and say raw i can use some lube or i need to get it more wet i need to go down on it and move the shaft up and down while yeah. I do, as opposed to just going down on it you know so stuff like that like you, you it's all about kind of yeah kind of giving people information to kind of improve their sex life as well as make it you know fun and exciting one of the naughty challenges guys is to tease your partner with sexy photos so both men and women are visual creatures send your lover a sexy photo of yourself it's all about angles absolutely (laughs) i love getting a good picture i like sending pictures too this is it um another sex tip is porn with your partner so i'm very very big on this but like i know probably not everyone is is up for it Mm -hmm. um and i just think that depends on how people see porn so any women that i've had a conversation with and they don't like it it's from what they've told me even it's because they're like well if i'm here why yeah, do they why do you need to yeah but i don't think the two are linked personally like yeah. i wouldn't take offense if someone that i was having sex with was like oh can we watch porn as well because i'd be like yeah but definitely. that's because you're into porn and the reason true, why i say that true, i think true, true. when two people in a relationship are into porn it works kind of better like i've been in a relationship before i'm into porn i like porn but I put on porn and like she was kind of looking at me and then looking at the TV and like, really? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's because she had never been into porn. So maybe it might have been a thing where she needs to explore that by herself first as opposed to exploring it with me for the first time, you know? But then it's personality because when you were saying about porn, I was thinking the same sort of, I suppose, the hesitations females might have men have that with sex toys so a lot of females to use well. sex toys yeah. but if they want to bring it into a relationship the man might be looking like yeah. what do you need that for but then some men like for me i don't really use sex toys but if my girl put it into the bedroom i would also be open i wouldn't be like well i'm here i've got a dick yeah. why are you using a sex toy so i just think like everything with sex is so fluid and it's all about personalities and people whereas another man might say, oh, why have you got, why are you using sex toys when I've got a dick and I'm not pleasing you, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm not into sex toys, but mm. I'm quite happy to bring them into the bedroom if that's what she wanted to do, yeah. you know? So, yeah. That makes sense. Um, okay, and then the the last two things um, in this box is some handcuffs, which I'm always down for. <laughs> and 
a lovely vibrator. This is cool. This looks like a bullet. Um, yeah, this is really, really cool. Like a very, very dope box. So guys, make sure that you check out the box. The website is, hold on, because it's Dub. on the box. www.coupleplay.com. Nice I'm, I'm also going to put um, the information in the description. I was going to say, we were going to run a comp. We, yes yeah. we are but i'll get to that oh, at, okay, at the end. Cool. so another thing that i wanted to talk about with you guys is your podcast so you have a podcast <laughs> as well called cherry on top yes which i think is a sick name um personally so why why did you decide to have a podcast about sex which when? is interesting because that's what people tend to ask me hmm. so it's Do, nice that, to that, ask two men Came from two things. I'll give mine and then Jay might be different. I listen to a lot of podcasts, not about sex. So before we was going into this industry, yep. I just lit your Breakfast Clubs, your Joe Rogans, your Joe Buddens, your Aloni's Got One. Yes, I've listened to podcasts, and but there's not many black males given their perspective that I felt 100%. I could relate to. So when we started this, it was just like, it just seemed like a natural marketing tool plus an outlet to talk about the journey we're on. Because we, as Jay said, when we were younger, we ran a magazine that done quite well. And there was a part in the magazine that was like our, us documenting our journey. Mm -hmm. And it was just month on month as young entrepreneurs, what we was going through. And people really liked it. And I just felt, or we felt with the podcast, we can do something similar where we're new when neither of us are claiming to be sex experts we're really entrepreneurs who are coming into the sex industry you know and it's just there's going to be so much we're going to learn and stuff and if we can bring people along with that journey so they can be like i've been listening to you a lot from episode two when you was there and now you're there and people like to go on that journey so yeah. i feel the two reasons for me was that there wasn't enough podcasts that i could connect to on about sex so talking the way we maybe talk having the mindsets that we have that I felt connected to. And secondly, it was a way of allowing people to come with us on our on journey. journey. So, yeah. uh, For me, I think it was just, obviously we kicked off with the subscription box and I think the podcast was just kind of an extension of that. I felt like in order to kind of, I suppose, build the brand behind and let people know who's behind it, um, I felt the podcast would be a good idea to do that. Like people get to hear our views, our opinions, um, and yeah, we, me and Marcus always talk about, obviously we're into business and marketing. It's always good when people know who's behind something as opposed to not knowing who is. Um, and just, yeah, just in kind of looking what was out there, there was nothing out there like it. Like you said, two, you know, young black guys talking about sex being quite open, talking about their experiences, their opinions, their views. I felt there would be an audience out there who'd appreciate yeah. something like that. Um, and then, I mean, the, the the cherry on top, excuse the pun, really is that we went, we've known each other since we are in secondary school as well. So there's a chemistry. We're not people who have just met who are coming in from a business point of yeah. view strictly. We are best friends. We are, I know most things about him. He knows most things about, we banter outside of the podcast. Mm. So it's also bringing that whole relationship. And I hope that, and we've been told by this since that that comes across, you know, there's just, natural things that Jay will be able to say or I'll be able to say we just know each other because we've known each other since we're like 13, 14 That's years so old sick. you know so 
there's layers upon layers as well yeah and um as i said before like i it's not often that you have black men especially that are so comfortable to be that open and talk about sex um and i think that has been missing so i i do think the fact that you're doing this podcast is very very sick and i think even on a personal level that's why i'm so open to having men come on the podcast mm-hmm. as well because i'm just like i don't just want to talk about sex to other women like men are involved as well so <laughs> I, I generally want to talk to everybody um and i think even when i've had men on the podcast i will either get like a message from like a woman that's just like i've i've learned yeah. more because i've i've actually Heard been able to understand how men think yeah, yeah as well it's funny you say that because um the feedback we've got from the podcast has been really positive in the sense that I know a few people personally who sort of hit me up and said, you know what? It's so good to hear from a guy's perspective. Like it's allowing me to understand my partner exactly. a lot better. Whereas guys, we don't generally like to speak a lot in our relationships. So there's that sort of barrier, but to hear guys speak about it, you know, it's really kind of good to, okay, that's why he acts like that. Or that's kind of how he thinks. Not to say every man's the same, but you just kind of get a better needed. understanding. Yeah, yeah, and they basically said like, raw, in listening to it, it's kind of, it's brought us closer together. That's it. You know, and that for me, that made me feel good. Like we're not just bringing out a podcast every week for no reason. People are actually listening to what we're saying and now incorporating that into their relationships mm. and it's bringing people closer together, so. And I think even if, if you have guys who are like, maybe in their early 20s, like I think that's good for them as well to be able to, listen to two men talk about sex like no bullshit like very much on a real level mm-hmm. um because i think everyone when you're a bit younger there's all of this like bravado and the ego where you just act like you know exactly what you're doing and part of me is even like well how do you even learn what to do right in sex i mean it's only through going through like experiences but i've um said it before like on the pod like there's there's things that i've probably experienced when i was a lot younger that i'm just like if i just had someone that i could talk to or mm-hmm. someone that could just advise me there's probably things that i i wouldn't have, have done because i like i would have felt a bit more like i don't know if it's confident but just more sure of me mm-hmm. um but when you obviously grow up in like in an african household like, <laughs> you're not yeah. really talking about sex are you um <laughs> so laughing you should be talking yeah. about <laughs> yeah so i just think like that side of things or just just being men that talk about it so openly i think is very very good like mm. so definitely and just to add like i think for us you know what we're, we're learning every day being in sort of the sex world and it forces us to kind of know about certain things and yeah. learn certain things and i'm 36 and it's like i ain't got it all worked out yeah i couldn't gauge ages at all yeah, yeah i'm mm. 36 and it's like i haven't got it worked out i'm yeah. still learning new things so yeah, it's like yeah. and i think you know, people get to a certain point just in life generally where they feel they don't need to learn anymore. But you can only evolve if you're learning. Yeah. And I think sex is like that. Like there's certain things that I've learned in doing this business that I'm like, okay, I know I'm, I'm going to try that or I'm going to do that differently or okay, I didn't know that. I should maybe play with the clip while I'm thinking. Like, do you know what I mean? Like little things that could improve the sex, mm-hmm. you know? But it's only through me going away and kind of doing a bit of research and kind of finding out 
stuff. I'm like, yeah. And that's okay. a host of a podcast as well. You'll also know it's like, it's so therapeutic to talk. Like running a business can be stressful. And, and me, when we first started, me and Jay just said, we just want to have some fun with it. Now everything is serious. Yeah. And if you listen to our first episodes, I'm trying to drive home. We're not claiming to be relationship experts. experts we're yeah, not set real. sets, but like, we're just two guys who have genuine friends who are going to talk. We just so happen to run a sets business. So we're probably a little bit more informed than your average person, but we don't want to come from a place where we're up here and yeah. we're kind of, it's just, yeah. And I, for me, I find it quite, it's something to look forward to in the week. Oh yeah, we got recording a podcast tonight. It's not, because business can be quite stressful when yeah. you're dealing with buying stock and suppliers and marketing. And, mm. But the podcast is, yeah, just, just yeah. I was going to ask actually, um, do you think that men are overlooked or have been overlooked when it comes to discussions about sex because there's because there's this like um uh an assumption almost that men just know what they're doing so i like i sometimes feel that women um are how can i put this now they're like geared towards exploring themselves and understanding what it is that they like and blah 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 but i don't always know if that same energy almost is put towards men because i think we can just assume that they just know what they're doing like i don't know i don't know if that question is making any sense no, i'm I'm, follow, I'm getting you yeah. told. I, I, I would answer it in the sense that i don't think male men do themselves any favors because from a young age as well I don't know, it's just natural that you act like you know. Yeah, okay. And that just continues, you know, whereas ego, male ego, if we were to be a little bit less of a, have less of an ego, it'd be okay to say, I actually don't know. Like most men would talk about, you know, losing, how many of us have lost our virginity where the girl knew we were virgins? All of us act like we weren't virgins. Elijah, mm, yeah, you act like you weren't a virgin, like but you was actually a virgin. You was probably terrified. Yeah. You don't know what the hell you're doing, but you would never let... The girl knows. So if the girl, oh, I've had sex a few times. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's just, you start like that and it just continues. And I think society plays into it. Men are supposed to know certain things. You're supposed to know how to fix things around the house. You're supposed to know what to do with a car. You're supposed to know what to do in the bedroom. I think society drives that home. So it's very difficult as a guy, especially if you're sort of a macho type guy, to hold your hand up and say, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know my way around a female's body. Yeah. It's not, men don't do, when we don't do ourselves favors because we're not searching that out. I think women are very, because women's, and I'm, I'm not speaking for everyone, but women have much less ego. So it's very easy then to say, I don't know, let me ring my sister, and cousin, I, yeah. friend. Let me yeah. have that conversation because I'm happy to say, I don't know. Let me even lean on my boyfriend. It's a lot easier. How much girls you've been with, with sexually, they're really inexperienced, but it's okay. It's okay for me to admit to my male partner, I, I'm a bit shy or I don't know what I'm doing. Or I've never done this before. Whereas, is it as easy to be with a girl and be like, I've never done this before? Yeah. It's, it's almost like, do you know what I mean? The girl might like look at you less. Thing, and it just plays into like, so I've got this big thing about like animals and humans being a lot more similar than we think. And it's just like the animal kingdom, it's, it's not the given thing for the male to not be able to lead the way. But in sex, sometimes it really is that rule. Like, yeah. you don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Or, I don't know this. But the same way a male will lead his pride, as humans, we're almost expected as men to know things. So 100%. men have a lot of pressure. I agree, because, like, 
even if I've had uh, conversations with men and they they're not happy about the sex some will be like oh like she doesn't take the lead or doesn't like um uh, initiate and I'm just like that could be a because she isn't comfortable enough to do that or b because in her mind because you're the man that's what you're meant to do mm. but not all men want to like constantly have to like definitely it, like not. every single time definitely initiate not. it yeah, yeah. so um I think you're right where men haven't always done themselves justice in in that sense by not being like oh babe like I don't really know what to do or blah 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 and just just being very open with it um I've got a question for you though not cutting would yeah, is that less sexy though is it because I've the women I've been with they've always sort of say it's so sexy when a man takes charge and he's knows dominant. what he's doing is a man in the bedroom saying oh babe like I've maybe not done this before is you as a female would you yeah. still be okay with that and it's all good and you're still as attractive room or does it turn down his level of I don't even know the word do you know what I mean though I'm asking you as a female yeah, yeah, yeah. is it less sexy when a guy maybe isn't as sure about things or um, as confident I don't know if it's less sexy but I think also because I'm thinking of it with how I think now. So if a guy was like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm not going to lie. I don't really know how to blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, let's have that conversation. Maybe like in my 20s, I'd be like, oh, this is dead. I'm not going to teach you. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, um, and so- then what you're sounding like, he's probably got to be a very secure space to talk. If it's a one that's yeah, done or a bit yeah, of a yeah. fling, okay, cool. are you going to be as... Okay, let's talk and let's probably you not. find yeah, that part different though, goes isn't it? Like, a one night stand is more kind of fun, excitement. There's no sitting down. But and I still might, as a man, not know what I'm doing. I still might, like you're saying. Like I feel like obviously when you're in a relationship, it becomes more open, isn't it? So you can sit down and have those kind of intimate conversations. It really depends on what I'm getting at, John. Even on a one night stand, I think it's still accepted. Even on a one night stand, for a woman to be like. I've never done that before or I'm not as comfortable with that or I'm a bit, it's really accepted whereas see it's harder for men like I don't know if so I've had a few like one night stands and there there really hasn't been like any conversation it's so mm-hmm. like animalistic mm-hmm. where That's it's I mean. yeah, yeah where it's just a case of you've met you find each other crazy yeah, attractive yeah, yeah. you're probably well, like I'm a bit drunk you, as well yeah. and it's just a case of close off have sex done um so even if there was something that i i didn't feel 100 percent confident about i probably wouldn't have, have even said it because i'd be like i'm not gonna see you again yeah. it's cool um but i think with someone that you're having like regular sex with i would want them to say oh you know what I don't particularly know the best way to do blah, blah, blah. Because what I'm I'm very, I'm guilty of in the past is if I've had sex and it was just shit and the guy just didn't know what he was doing, I'm just like, we're never having sex again. Because <laughs> what, what the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> what a waste of sex. Wow. Um, but I think definitely now, if a guy was just upfront and also wanted to actually learn and was like, well, like, you know what? I want to... Um, I want to be able to like please you better and explore your body better and to be able to do that I might just 
ask you to just just kind of guide me mm-hmm. a bit yes, like that i would rate absolutely because ultimately i would still feel like my pleasure is completely paramount and you actually want to know more on how to please me mm-hmm. and make things better yeah. and i think for a guy and i can only speak for myself we might not admit that but we like that like i've had a few girlfriends who say around foreplay and things like that they've been very vocal in how they want it done this is how i want it done and yeah. I, that, that helps everybody you if know you what? can tell me that's win-win yeah. but you know what you also have some females who they haven't taken the time out to know what they really I like agree. and what they're into yeah. so it's kind of hard for a guy to be able to know what you're into and and please you fully if you don't fully know yourself yeah. and your body right. and you know i think yeah females kind of need to explore probably by themselves what they I like agree. what they don't like 100%. so when they meet that guy they can have that conversation. And mm-hmm. I suppose guys as well, like does every guy know what he fully likes to be able to say to a girl, I, I like this or whatever. So, um, yeah. Mm. And I think for women, and I think I probably said it before, like on another episode, that um, on a personal level, it took me a long time to to fully like explore myself because there were a, a lot of things that just made me think that being a woman and being sexual was, was just bad. Um, even from things like slut shaming at like a young age, um, religion, culture, just things. Did you have older brothers? No, um, no. so I had okay. older cousins and they were all guys. Um, but I just kind of felt like I wasn't given that freedom by culture society especially to be able to just explore myself as a woman and then not be labeled as a whore because i there's things that i know that i like or maybe i don't want to be in a relationship and i want to have sex with as many people as i damn well want Mm -hmm. but again some would be like oh she's a bit she's a bit loose Mm -hmm. she's a bit yeah so um i do think that for women to be able to feel comfortable to like fully explore themselves and and even just doing that by yourself as well you really have to like unplug from the things that you have learned mm-hmm. growing up because those are the things that i i feel will definitely block you being able to just even if you just like masturbate mm-hmm. then thinking oh my god like this is bad this is very shameful so even like bringing it back to what i said at the start of me like closing the curtains was because i felt like what I'm doing is very, it's very bad. Like it's, there was just a lot of like negativity attached to a me watching porn and me just like knocking one out. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm just like, I should just be able to do what I want with my body because I'm allowed, like I'm a woman. I'm still gonna be horny. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. No, no, definitely. That does make sense. Yeah. Um, Do you think that men and women think differently when it comes to sex or do you think that we think the same but we just don't have conversations with opposite sex like if that makes sense do we think the same i don't think we do but i'm also open to saying i don't i don't have to be right i might be so wrong but i just think we both both like male and females love sex that's a fact women society likes to play down that women are not as sexual but i think women are just as sexual as as men if not more but how we view sex i think is a bit different i think men 
are much more in the physical and women are a little more, more plugged in emotionally. Yeah. And that's just, again, from my experiences, I might be so wrong, but I think, yeah, men are just a bit more detached from it all. Whereas, it's as in just physical, I like yeah. how she looks, knock one out, like you said, yeah. move on. I can do that every day of the that's week, it, yeah, no problem. Yeah. There are some women out there like that as well, like just different men every day of the week, but I just feel women are need to be a bit more plugged in emotionally than men do. And mm. just that slight difference means you view sex completely differently. Mm. Just in, notoriously men, I mean, every gender cheats, but men, because we're so visual and not as attached, it's a lot easier than, than to have affairs and one night stands and things like that. Whereas women have them, but you find it's still on an emotion. It might be colleague at work or there's still an emotional connection. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, there's probably women listeners like, no, I've gone out and just slept with someone <laughs> straight like that. Like, so there's not a one size fits all, but yeah, I'm just trying to just talk from my experience. And I said, I've got a lot of girlfriends who I've spoken to just as my friends. And even if it is a fling, they're a little bit more plugged in than a, a guy. I mean, over the years, me and John have I just, you can be so detached, but yet be sleeping with a female. But yet talk about a, like, you are so detached. Not even talk about derogatory, but just like, yeah, I'm going to see Sarah tomorrow. But Sarah absolutely means nothing to you. Absolutely yeah. nothing. And We're, it's funny because <laughs> you, you might mean everything, everything to Sarah. Yeah. It's really weird, like... Rose. I mean, for, yeah, Sorry. yeah, I was gonna say, I think for me, yeah, I think we view sex the same in certain things, but it's like, like you're just saying, a guy can, and I suppose women could do this as well, but I think more so guys can sleep with a girl and it's just, it's just slept with her, it's nothing. Whereas you generally think that women, in order to sleep with a guy, they've kind of got to feel some type of way about them or, or like them to a certain yeah. extent, where you might just sleep with a girl, you don't really like her, but you just slept with her because yeah. she looks good. But. Oh, she don't even look good. How many times have we had male <laughs> conversations? You've got the next day, ah, oh, slept with Jennifer. She's bloody ugly, man. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes just it's just, nut. just time, moment, space. I think, yeah, that's probably what it is, you know. As a guy, like, you just want to nut. That's the way it is. Whereas I don't... I not don't. all the time, though, Jay. No, not cutting you, but that's what I think. No, I mean, unless you're in, like, a relationship yeah, yeah, or something. Right. No, no, sorry, let me make that clear. Unless you're in a relationship, then it's more kind of being a bit more intimate and but yeah Jenny if you're sleeping with a girl as a guy you're thinking I just need to not yeah you know and I don't know if women look at it like that there might be some women like right I just need to come myself but I think um some women definitely can um I know that I think I can just turn it on and off so I used to have like a lot of casual sex and there was like no emotion attached to it at all um, and a lot of my girlfriends were just like, how are you able to not like feel something extra and not be like a bit like emotionally attached and blah, blah, blah. And I think that's that's just because at the time, like I was just like, because I just know what it is. Like, it's just sex. It's it's not, we're not dating. We're not going out to eat. It's just, I come around, we have sex and then I leave. Mm-hmm. And, and, and <laughs> I was good with that. But it's interesting because thinking about that now, um, even with the guys that I would that I was doing that with, they would always comment and be like, oh "My God, like you're such a guy," mm-hmm. and I'd be like, "Nah, I'm, I'm just like I'm just me." Yeah, like, nah, like is. that ability to just be able to just yeah, cool sex, cool peace. I'll see you next week, yeah. and like that's it. 
um, it did throw some men off. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the difference. A guy wouldn't be like, how can you sleep with that girl when you don't? Like, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what I mean? Man saying, well, you slept with that girl? Yeah, yeah, okay, cool, yes, yeah. Man saying, yeah, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna be like, well, Marcus, how can you sleep with Jane and, and you just don't have feelings for how women can you are do that? plugged in to emotion. Yeah. Do you know? Just yeah. thing, if you just think that is a brilliant analogy, just what your friends, their reaction, two males would never be like, oh, Jay, how can you just... How can you just sleep with so much different women and mm-hmm. just not feel nothing? Men just, you. I mean, some men again, let's not speak for all, some men might be really like that. Yeah. But as a man, them I've never thing, met any, man. And I've never <laughs> met any, but they're probably out there. But as a man, them, it's much more, oh yeah, what she said, what different, yeah, what was the head game? Like? You know what I'm saying? It's all about, give me the lowdown. Yeah. Whereas women, there's a there's some, and again, it's maybe societal norms. Yeah. If just plugged into women that, you do that in a safe environment. And by safe environment, meaning you're in a relationship with him and he kind of half checks for you, you know? Mm. Whereas like, the men, we don't have no safety environment. You can really, I went, I went, I went back my IB far, got on it, yeah. 30 women, mm-hmm. lovely. Same next year. Whereas I think a female would worry about her friend if it was when IB far, 30 men, same next year. Because like, I think even... <laughs> With that, right, there is this, this thinking that that woman isn't in control. Like, she's either going through something, she, she's had a breakup, yeah, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. on a something bender almost. Up, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's very rare that you look at a woman doing that and be like, she's cool, man. Like, she knows exactly what she's doing. She's yeah. she's happy with, uh, with all of that. Um, which is quite sad that, that there is such a double standard mm-hmm. between what isn't it that whole thing that like a guy can sleep with so many women and be like cool. a player yeah. but a woman sleep with loads of men and be like it's a, changing a, slut, a little bit though yeah i think it's changing a little bit you know and it's nice to see i'm a big advocate for women and just i think it's, women get a, a real short straw just in terms of society the images they portray on you so it's okay. nice and refreshing it's like getting into say this industry and seeing there are women out there that don't give a shit. This is what I like. This is what I'm into. This is what you're meant to do. And I love it. I just love to see like society that put these things on women and it's bullshit, man. Do you know what I mean? So in this social media age where there is sort of almost a freedom of voice, it's nice to see women take that voice and just mm-hmm. be like, no, I don't, I want to be in an open relationship. Yeah. I don't and just own it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Owning it is and the right thing. It. Like it's so important. Like I remember um, having a conversation with a friend ages ago, and I was just like, sometimes I hate being a woman. Like just everything that is just thrusted upon us, just because of the fact that we have a vagina. Like mm. it's just sometimes even now I'm just like, this is too much. Like even the way that we have to think. So for instance, um, I've been roller skating recently, and I've been doing it in like an underground car I saw park. that I saw you fall yeah, over I'm a, <laughs> fell. I fell but um, like I went and I didn't think anything of it and then when I went again I was just like oh like is it safe for me to go like when it's dark because I'm there by myself and blah blah and I was just like I, I hate that I even have to think that and just think well as a woman is that the right thing to do like you might put yourself like in a position and it's it's just it's very very shit or, or even things like things like down to hair and, and I talk about this a lot but when I first cut my hair everyone was so shocked because it was just like that's not very like ladylike and it kind of well pe- 
people thought it would take away an, an element of me being feminine. Whereas I feel like it's brought that out a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just all of these little things that we're told when we're kids that this is what you're meant to do and meant to dress like and meant yeah, to be hard. like, to be considered as a woman. And you ain't even is... brought up how you're objectified. Like, yeah. I always feel sorry for women on that front. Like, yeah. we go to a nightclub, my experience and your experience is going to be so two different, different experiences. So different. And you don't want, you might not want a guy calling you out and you might not want to chat to no men, but if you are normally a good looking woman, your, your whole life, 100%. part of it is dedicated to fending off interests that you don't want. Yeah. Whereas the most good looking guy, girls might chat you up, but I don't think so much of your energy is spent on deflecting. Yeah, and and, and probably not as like aggressively as what it can be. Um, And it's funny because like, I didn't even bring that up because I don't know, this is going to sound so mad, but I'm just like, that's so normal. And it shouldn't be though. Absolutely. (laughs) It absolutely should not be normal, but like just kind of, just going out, which obviously we don't get to do as much now, but like I, um, like I remember I was coming home, like I'd been out and I was on the way home and I got off of the train and from the train station to my house is honestly maybe three, four minutes at a push and the amount of men that has stopped me and I was just like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm literally, I'm, just tra- I'm just trying to get to my house. And if you just like, reverse that, that would never happen as a man. Yeah. No matter how good looking ugly you are, if you got off at a sta- train station as a man and had a four minute walk, you would not have an issue with wi- oh, just so much women, John. They just stopping kept, they just yeah, kept yeah, stopping yeah. me. You just wouldn't have yeah. that. And I always, not say feel sorry, but yeah, no, women, women go through some things that we don't, I think, appreciate enough as men. Yeah. And it's only if you have a daughter or you've got a, you're with a woman who you're really in tune with as a relationship mm. that you start to, I suppose, soften is the word I'd use. But, I would definitely mellow out, but that comes with age. I know, and it's more just soften from an understanding. So, for example, like I've been in my relationship, and just through having conversation, even being on this podcast, having a conversation with you, if you're if you're deeply connected to a woman, you start to have these conversations that open up their world, mm. because we spend most of our time in man world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you listen to a woman and what she's gone through historically, what she might have gone through, because every woman's got a past. It's a lot of bullshit in there. Mm. Whether it be at the workplace or you start to think, become a lot more open. We've had it easy as men. You know, you ain't been at work and your manager wants to fuck you. So she's made that, they've made it very awkward for you or blocked your progress as a woman because you're not showing that. You know what I mean? There's loads of little things Mm. women have got to go through and you just think, like, like I think one thing that I will always say is that I don't, I don't think that men should have to wait until they, for instance, have a child or like, like have a daughter and then think, ah, oh, rah, like maybe I should think differently like about how I think about women or what they go through. Because I'm just like, you could have a mum or an aunt or yeah. a sister or, or just- best a, friend. Yeah, literally just a friend. So like be, be a bit more open to having those kind of conversations. And I say it every time when I say things like this i'm not coming for men at all like I, I don't i don't hate men um i just want them to be a bit better oh, well, you got us sense. on your show so you definitely yeah, don't no, hate men yeah. like, <laughs> more understanding you're saying yeah, yeah but yeah. And you know what it is and i don't want to maybe swear it too long but i think 
it comes from as men you got to care and unfortunately a lot of men don't care true that's very but true. when you meet a woman that you care of naturally you care about your daughter hence why yeah it takes a lot of men for them to have a daughter to then start to care but if you care so you be with a girl that you genuinely in love with you will start to see a change in your mindset mm. because but more time men don't care they don't care like probably i'm around my guys most of the time like john says i want to have fuck i want to not i want to set with someone who look good I don't really care. So the issues and baggage that you're experiencing, I'm just not plugged into. I can so go about my life, football, with my friends, lads, having multiple women. Mm. I'm not plugged into your harassment at work. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's only when you're plugged in. So now you're in a relationship or you've got a best friend, that a female who you really care about. Not just, I want to sleep with yeah, her. She's friends on me, so I'm here. Like, I care about. You then are forced to listen. And it's in listening that you think, whoa. I don't know. I can only speak from my experience as well. Mm-hmm. It just it turns on a light for you that living in a macho world, I mean, we went to a boys' school. You, you know, you're, you, don't, you, don't, you don't, you're not, just, you don't care until you're yeah. made to care. I do get it. Some men go through life still like not caring through their whole life. And how much of our friends are like that? Yeah. Just you're not emotionally plugged into females. Yeah, you can have sex with them. Yeah, you can even wine and dine them. That's down to a level of maturity, isn't it? Like, I'm not going to lie, even myself. Like, I think the older you get, you start to kind of, like I said, mellow out, you mature and you start to understand things a bit better. That's women, that's life. Whereas 10 years ago, would you say. You're, you'd be you're no, understanding. No. That's what I'm saying. So it comes with like maturity, doesn't but it? But I think like, it's come with experience because I might have been 10 years and still not had the experience that's taken me to this place. Mm. So it's not just age. It has to be, you might be a 21 year old male, you know, and have had mad experiences between the age of 15 and 21 that has now made you view the world a certain way. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say that, that, that even with men that can just appear like they just don't care part of me and i could be completely wrong but part of me is like part of you must care but you've been through stuff where you're just like i can't afford to care because that's that's too much but i could be wrong can i and that's and i'm gonna play devil's Go i think that's where women mess up okay they think men care more than they do at a certain point and i might be wrong here but i'm I've heard what you've said yeah. so much. Like, women look for what's not there. So, the man might be blatantly showing you, I don't care. But women are going to look and go deep and think, he must care. And it must be something that mm. I can't see when, no, he really might not care. Yeah. Like, yeah. some guys, some men are animals. I, look, I, think, that, I think, I think, but I think man women will... are so, no, it, it must be, it must be But I think also something. That... No, I think they make it bigger than what it is because I think, sorry yeah. to cut you, I no, think fine, men... But... Like some men do care, and I think the little bit of care that they do show, a woman will Latch run with that little bit, and maybe even think it's bigger than it is. Because you know, for a woman to stick around, she's not gonna stick around if you haven't shown her you, you don't care at all. I think that's when a woman, to a certain but degree, but sometimes women come up with theories. So, like, sh- she might make an act out to mean he cared when he was just maybe being himself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But a woman might be like, if she likes you, do you know what I mean? Because you spin everything into a narrative if you're feeling the person, male or female as well. But I just feel like, I've, I'm thinking about some of my girlfriends that have rang me for advice. And when I hear the story, I'm saying to them, 
I don't care, bruv. Don't you get that? But in your head as a female, yeah. you're looking for it's like true, you. Though. You just said he it's might have had some true. issue with his mum and this yeah. and that. Whereas, no, just play it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's hard to do that when there's feelings and emotions involved. It's, and it makes life so fun, you know. I just think men and women are so different in some aspects because I don't think we look under the mattress as much as women, man. Men are forced to be. Honest yeah, with themselves in the sense it, that you're gonna chat up a woman, she's gonna blow you off. There's no, there's no blurry line there, bro. She didn't like you. <laughs> Whereas a woman, a man will be giving you all the signs. He just wants to use you, or yeah. I have no, I have no inclination to take this further. You're good as my fuck buddy. You're good as the mother of my children. But I never want to marry you. I'm not looking this long term thing that you think I'm looking. But a woman will then come to the theories that he's just not ready mm. he's just not mature enough mm. no if he meets the right woman he probably will get me ready he's just not ready because of you yeah mm-hmm. but, but that's then on just the flip me. side that's though another ride. thing before we move on it's like what a guy might say to his friends is completely different to what he's saying when he's around her yeah. so whilst I might show you as my boy like I don't really care about so and so when I'm with her, I might be showing her that I do but care. you can't negate the actions. So if everyone watches the actions, men are notorious for sweet lip, innit? You tell a girl anything, innit? Yeah. But the actions show you whether you care or not, in my opinion. Yeah, but then I think as a woman, that that can probably be the thing that, that probably gets most women because a guy could go into, into like a situation and, and be like, look, you know what? Like, I don't want a, a girlfriend, but I get on with... Uh, but I get on with you and we can chat and maybe go out and we can have sex and cool, cool. But then when a guy then does like the like extra bit, that's when I can say like hands down, that's when I have definitely got confused because I'm just like, you don't have to do all of all of that extra shit. And I am very much a person of, A, don't, don't say that you're going to do something and then don't do it. I'm... I, I can't. Um, <laughs> but also, when someone does extra shit, I'm always just like, you didn't have to do that. So why did you do that if we had both said, oh, you know what, this is going to be blah, blah, blah. So to give you an example, um, when I was in uni, there was this guy and we were strictly fuck buddies. Like, as in we had had a conversation and we both said, this is what it is. It's not even about me coming around and you making me dinner. It's not that. It's, it's a case of... If I'm horny and I'm in the library and I text you, come to mine, mm-hmm. you're just gonna say, okay, cool. We do that, we have sex, we go. And then um, that was absolutely fine. And then I remember one, it was coming up to Valentine's and he asked me what my plans were. And I was like, I ain't got no plans. <laughs> Cause I'm, like, I'm not doing anything. And um, he was like, do you wanna do something? And it threw me so much because I was just like, we've both said mm-hmm. it's da 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 da. So when you now do an, an extra action that you don't have to do because it's not that, it threw me. And I was just like, nah, like not, not really. Not it's really. Not really and he took it really, really badly. And it was only because I was talking t- uh, to my friend about it just the other day. And I was just like, he actually never spoke to me again after that oh, wow. because I think he had he'd actually planned it and then on the day was like so like like are you coming and i was just like nah bro mm-hmm. like and you know what it is he's like he's in his feelings now because you, you see this fuck buddy thing is very dangerous it is. a girl once told me you know it's all fun and games until someone gets hurt because 100%. once 
it's not just women who catch feelings. So for him to be saying, do you want to do something on Valentine's Day? You don't do that with someone that you're not feeling. But what happens with men? And I, this is what happens with men, in my opinion. Eh? <laughs> we come in the door, you don't, you just want him to not. But you can develop feelings over the time. Definitely. So it changes. So th- for example, that guy, I'm not him, I've never met him. Yeah. But we were just fucked by these sexes. Hopefully great, all good. But over time now, you might think, I'm starting to like this Georgia girl. And then he probably don't, nothing I'll go on for him on Valentine's, he's probably single. So there's someone I get on with, someone I speak well with, like, it's gone a bit different to just fuck buddy now, isn't it? So I'm thinking, let me invite her. But in the rejection, is how yeah. you would have got it, it's, yeah, hurt, it's yeah. hurting. Yeah. And that's what it is. Like, obviously, when you have fuck buddies, there's always one person who's going to like the other person more, isn't yeah. it? So he clearly liked you more. Started to Yeah, because if you was into him, you'd be like... Yeah, you'd be like, yeah. yeah. But obviously, you weren't as into him as he was into you. And now, like you said, Valentine's Day has come around. Like, I'm thinking I want to do something I really like. I want to do something nice for her. But you're not on the same page. Yeah. And it might so not even have been that deep that kinda, I really like, I want to do something. But No, but it's like, like, I, the reason why I say that, because I'm thinking if I'm fucking a girl... And Valentine's Day comes. I'm not gonna be no like way I'm to her. Do you want to do something? No way. Unless we're seeing each other, and we know there's a difference between seeing someone and having a fuck buddy. Yeah. You know, that's why I said he probably started to get feelings now. Because hundred percent. Think like, of all the links you've had for you to ring her and want to spend Valentine's with a lit like a fuck buddy. Yeah, I've got feelings now. Something's gone it? wrong. Mm. Something. That's not what. This is. Yeah, if you're yeah. a fuck buddy, how do we, how am I ringing you talking about Valentine's Day? <laughs> yeah, you got George, you got him, man. You got him, man. You got but him you good. know, what I will say is on the flip side, I've definitely been that person where I'm just like, fuck, I like this person. And it's just, it's. But it's human, yeah, It man. swings some roundabout. Yeah. You can't knock yourself for it. We've all been there. I've, yeah. I know I've been there. You came in through the fuck buddy door and then all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what here? happened to me? And I, I, I didn't know what hit me. Because I was always that guy where I never really caught feelings. And then, yeah. She cooked you a dinner yeah, one she, night, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was Woke up the next day, she was gone. <laughs> she was That's gone, so but funny. no, that was... Yeah. It's, it's difficult. I was and like, I'd say to any of our shit. listeners, this, the fuck money thing, it's all fun and games, but it's, it's, a, it's a tricky road. It? it is. It's a tricky road no, because that... when you get feelings, especially, and guys, what women, this is what I will say, fact, women are much better with handling their emotions than men. Men are psycho, bruv. <laughs> if a man likes a girl and all of a sudden she deals with him, like you said, like gives him the cold shoulder, finds another man, cheats on him. I don't think we, we don't manage See, bad uh, things as well that, as women yeah. do. Now, I, I don't think I'm wrong in the statement that I'm about to say. Men cannot handle being cheated on. Can't handle it. They cannot handle it, but almost, almost expect the woman to be able to like like manage it a bit better if it's on the reverse. And so again, an example which I've shared before on the pod, but obviously I've got two guys in front of me. Um, I was rightly or wrongly, mainly wrong. I was um, having sex with a guy who was engaged and we had like, it wasn't even for like a long period of time. And um, I like, I remember he, he asked me once, he was like, oh, are you having sex with anyone else? And I was just like, yeah, like, of course I am. And he took it so badly. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, bro, that you're literally you're engaged, engaged to get married. Like, how how can you feel any kind of way? Um, it's his ego that's bruised, yeah, man. It's, Men are it so Yeah, he's probably thinking, ego. Why, you, why do you feel you need to sleep with someone else? Yeah. That's ego what he asked me. me. Oh, is it? He was I'm saying. like, am I not enough? And I was just like, yeah, it actually has nothing to do with that. Like, 
But you're not. That doesn't mine, shock me. That story. Yours. Men, we have these huge. E- Men would be better if we could just turn down the egos a little. And I'm speaking I as a guy. Agree. Just if we could turn down the egos a little. Look at that. That example. The man is engaged. He's going home to his woman probably every night. Who he probably lives with. If he's engaged to yeah. her. And he has you and him are doing a thing whenever. And he's got the audacity to be it's talking the to you about this yeah, that's, that's cheeky. It is. It is really. <laughs> that is cheeky. Um, but yeah, like men, and I'm not bashing you guys. This is just facts. Um, you're not great at, at handling, like if your woman has, has gone elsewhere or even had a conversation elsewhere or, yeah. The reason is ego. Mm. Ego. Because what, what that says damages every view you have of yourself as ego. If your woman has gone out and is sleeping with someone else, what does that say about you? Yeah. That's how a man will think. Yeah, I know? think from my personal experience, I feel like if you've cheated on her and then she's cheated on you, you're more inclined to handle it a little bit better mm. as opposed to, oh my God, I can't believe she cheated on me. And I was being faithful. And I was being faithful. You know what I could have had in this <laughs> time? No, no, no. I think you know I've had to Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know how many times I could have went on with that? Do you know what I mean? Whereas like- That if you, narrative is hilarious. Sorry, go Whereas on. if you kind of like done your thing and you found out like- Yeah, you have to hold it. You kind of like, and I'm speaking from experience where like I've done my thing on the side and then found out and I'm like, I want to go mad, but I'll be a <laughs> hypocrite. On, you yeah, can't really. You can't, you can't. You're pissed, but you're like, you know what? Karma, innit? Mm. Whereas like I said, however, if it was a thing where- I'm at home with the kids and she's out and I've been faithful. I've been this amazing dad, this amazing boyfriend. Oh my God. Then yeah, I'd probably end up in a mental house. <laughs> like proper straight jacket and everything. But do you think that's that's because men just expect women to just do better than them? I feel as bad as it sounds, I just feel like it's more acceptable for a man to cheat than a woman. And see, I'm different to Jay here. How I know I'm in society, like... Women, are, women will cheat, bruv. So to me... I've, I don't plug into society norms yeah. of that. I don't see women as they need to do. Like, men will fuck up, a woman will fuck 100%. up. If you're not meeting each other's needs, we're all human. There's no thing that makes women better mm. to not manage their needs. You know, if their needs are not being met, they are going to cheat on you as quick 100%. as yeah. I suppose you, you need to be plugged into modern day society because, and it's probably not a great example to you. I just kind of look at my parents, like who have been married for say 30 plus years and I think like my mum cheating on my dad like just I just yeah that wouldn't kind of not to say it wouldn't be accepted but my dad kind of cheating on my mum I'd be like oh, that's what men doing it but mm. for my mum to kind of do that I'd be like whereas modern really? day modern but that's day. what I'm saying so maybe kind of just being a bit plugged into modern day society I think a guy's a very dated if he's shocked that a girl cheats you know like okay no, I'm not shocked, but... Or, or have this view that, for any reason, like, women are more... Whatever Maybe it's because women, like... A girl <laughs> would be like, I'll never cheat on you. And <laughs> I just feel like that's not something I would do. And then you find out she's cheating. I and thought you told me that you wouldn't it cheat. It could, al- like, also be because there is... There's this thought that um, for a woman to cheat, it's, like, an emotional thing. So it's also that thing of, ah, oh, so, like, what, like... Do you talk to him like all the time as well and mm-hmm. tell him things about us and mm-hmm. things about me and blah, blah, blah. So like all of that can also add add into it. And that's another thing. It's funny because someone sent me like something on WhatsApp and it said that a guy can just sleep with anyone not have any feelings. But generally for a woman to sleep with a guy, she's kind of got to have 
a level of like feelings. I don't agree with yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, I don't agree. And I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, like I don't. Or have some type of connection. Mm-mm. I don't. I, I don't agree. I think and it's, it's, I've learned through experience. Yeah. You know, <laughs> women, women are like guys in a certain aspect. A woman can look at you, think you look good, and want to fuck. And that's it. And yeah. that's that. Yeah. I suppose it's experience, isn't it? I think for me, I'm just referring back to my experience when I found out that a girl had cheated on me and it's kind of like, why did you do that? And she's just kind of like, well, you know, you won't really share me that kind of time and attention. So I kind of went and got it elsewhere and he made me feel mm. the way you weren't making me feel. And that's one aspect. And that's what I'm saying. But that's, that's what I'm saying. One, like, but it's you not every aspect, No, and, and that's what I'm saying. I'm only talking, you know me, I only ever talk of my experience. Yeah. So that's kind of probably where I've built my views on it that the one time or the couple of times actually I've been cheated on like it's kind of been that you know he was able to kind of give me something that you weren't or whatever Mm. whereas in my experience when I was cheated on and we're talking openly the girl told me the guy guy looked good (laughs) yeah see that would hit me hard that would turn me into a mental (laughs) home that's yeah no that's the straight jacket thing but when it was again I, I cheated on her and then she felt that gave her the pass to do something she'd probably been itching to do. Okay. Yeah. She'd probably been pass. itching to do. And then she just said, yeah, the guy, the guy was built and just, yeah, he yeah, just nah, looked that good, would, nah, that would That would piss me off. But the thing for what helps me, I think, I just think I don't have the, the same ego as a normal guy and yeah. I think it's helped me in life. I just look at things a bit. I never really, yeah, nah, I just that, knew the relationship was finished. In the yeah. sense that it was now broken and we can't put this okay, back together. Yeah, I've cheated really. on you. You've now cheated on me. This is one big mess. Yeah. So let us both just... Yeah, yeah. But this is what I'm saying. You've cheated on me because I saw someone and he looked good. Like, I've always said, like, when you're in a relationship with someone, no matter how good your partner looks, you're always going to see someone always. who looks yeah. as good, if not better. But what she's saying is that I've almost, not say given her the past, but because I've cheated, where she would have maybe held, and we don't know if she did, in it, but now... She cheated on me. And this guy's in my DMs daily. (laughs) And now I've got no reason to say no. She's like, I'm going to do me. I'm going to do, is that what's her words to me? I'm going to do do me. me. I know what that means. (laughs) But I got to tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do me means all the self restraint I was having because I was your woman. I've done that before. I'm done. I'm done. I've I've fully done that where I'm like, you know what? You did you? I'm going to go and do me. When when a girl tells you that, you know. Dangerous. That that just means that all of the... Because like you said, we all know, we've all been in relationships and seen others that are attractive and da da da. But there is an element of restraint and self-discipline that you have to have in a relationship. And women generally have it quite well. Like, we all make mistakes. But but when she says, I'm going to do me, (laughs) that is the restraints coming down now. Yeah. Where, I was a set, where I would have said no before or rejected the call before, yeah, I might I'm, answer I'm going to answer it. I'm going to give out a number. If someone wants to take me out, I say, yeah, yeah cool, That's what I'm doing. Come. Me means, man. Let's go. I'm doing me. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, this has been such a fun conversation. We're like slowly running out of time. Um, Was there anything else that I wanted to mention? Or we could just kind of go straight into the giveaway. Guys, okay. We are, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy for all of you guys. We're doing a giveaway. I don't know how we're doing it. I don't know what the um, what the what's the word, the entry thingy is yet. But I think what it might be is I'm gonna post something on Instagram and maybe Twitter. And what you have to do is follow Couple Play on IG. 
and Twitter and then we'll pick someone and somebody gets a very lovely couple box and I'm not just chatting shit because they're actually here honestly guys I would I would legit buy this um it is a very very nice box and I love a monthly goodie so yes details for the giveaway will be on social cool sounds good man so what we'll, we'll do yeah when we get the winners we'll probably go with two so it's oh, we've sick. been we've been like you've had us here and it's been nice so we'll probably give two boxes away when the, whoever comes in we'll get them to fill like our sexual questionnaire because okay, yeah, like perfect. we were saying we don't just have like off the shelf boxes we don't so we're still gonna have to get the preferences of the winners so mm -hmm. that we can create their box that's bespoke for them so yeah once you've got the winners send us over their d so maybe well, what we probably need is their email address because we okay. can email that questionnaire so whoever wins if we get two email addresses you send it to us okay. We'll send them the questionnaire and then they can send us their address and we'll post them out there. Couple play. Boxing in time for Valentine's. Isn't it? <laughs> I know. I don't really do like Valentine's. Like, even in a relationship, I don't. Yeah, I'm, don't I'm like that. But subscribe. some people are so into it. Yeah. So friends like going out and buying jewelry and. <laughs> Getting all out, no. hotels, and that. I'm not that into it, but the girls I've been have always been. So then okay. I have to, well, not do have, have to be, but I feel like you feel obliged. Um, yeah, obliged. Yeah. yeah. But um, thank you so much for joining me today. No, I thank really you for having us. Thank you for having us. Um, please let people know where they can find you and find out everything about the pod and couple play as well. I'll do the site, and you can maybe do the socials. Yeah. Cool. So the website is www.coupleplay dot com nice and easy coupleplay.com that's a, that's where you can read more about the products we got a blog on there you can find out listen to our podcast through our website um and then yeah you can subscribe you'd fill out a bot you fill out a questionnaire 34.99 for anyone who i don't think we've mentioned price today but it's 34.99 for the box and like you said you don't have to pick monthly you can get the box once every three months as well so we do a monthly option or a quarterly option www.coupleplay.com check it out and then the socials the instagram is coupleplaybox you can find us on ig and then we've recently launched a ig for the podcast which is cherry on top podcast uk so that's like to hear about the latest episodes on the podcast and then for the couple play box like sex tips quotes and things just a nice little page to follow so get following thank you thank you so much um, guys, thank you again for listening. As I said at the start, you can catch me at just underscore Georgia on Twitter and Instagram and at just the tip pod on Twitter and Instagram. The hashtag is JTT pod. Um, yeah, this was great. I will see you again in two weeks time. Bye bye. I know you want to. I know you want to. I know you want to. Me, I play. I like to play cheek to.